So, um, I guess I'll introduce myself. My name is Bobby, and I'm from the Midwest, Southwest Missouri. Um, and I was born and raised in a small town of Springfield. And to lay a foundation, and I think I've already said this before in the trailer, but I am gay. I am 40, and I lived in an ultra-conservative uh, Christian family, and it wasn't always the easiest uh, growing up, and in some parts of my life it was easy, in some parts it was hard. Um, and. I'm just, I'm just happy to have an outlet now with this podcast that I can actually talk about my feelings. And yes, uh, it's a bit narcissistic to talk about myself. So there will be times that I'm going to be talking to other friends and family, people uh, that I just meet um, or... Uh, new friends, and I think it will allow me to see my world through the uh, through the eyes of other people. And even though that has always been kind of a weakness of mine, is always wanting to be validated through other people. Um, this will also be a place for me to share um, my life and to, to let people know that yes I've had my ups and my downs but there's relatability and I think that is like the biggest thing for me is I just every time I meet someone new there's always that relatability. You're always trying to seek something out so that you can find some connection with another person. And that's always been like my biggest strength is always finding something relatable. And I, I think with my point of view um, that sometimes it's not easy, it's not, um, it's not hard, um, but it's kind of like in the middle ground. I, I know that there's times that it, it becomes second nature for me to just walk up to anyone and just befriend them or just be friendly to them. Uh, big difference. So uh, I think that uh, this first podcast, it should really be kind of a foundation to build on, uh, and it might not be the best foundation, but I'm, I'm just here. I'm just trying to, uh, be vulnerable, um, putting myself out there because I am a very private person and I don't, I don't share and I don't say a lot and when you meet people, you know, I, 
I'm 40 years old, and when I go up to someone, I'm not going to be like, Hi, my name is Bobby, and this, this, and this, and this, and just unload everything on them. They are going to be like, this person is crazy, first and foremost, and uh, they are very needy, uh, and I really don't have the strength to uh, listen to their life story every time. Now, there are people out there, and trust me, I have met those people that every time you sit down with them, they're going to tell you their whole life story. And they're the ones that you are like, okay, I don't have time for this because I don't even have time to read books and I don't have time for this. But anyways, I, I know that there are a lot of people out there that they always feel like they have to overshare because they feel like they're not being authentic and are genuine. But um, I think it takes time for people uh, to build up, you know, friendships, build friendships, and to um, build trust. And um, I'm a person that I'm very private, and sometimes I am not the easiest person to open up to until I get to trust you and know you and that's whenever you see Bobby all the other people out there that see Bobby and they might perceive me as something other than that that I am um, I just say that if you have a misconception of me is because you either haven't had the chance to meet me face to face and or you might have seen some other side of me that maybe have been misunderstood and i am the first person to admit that i i tend to get misunderstood a lot and so Maybe this is kind of my way of putting myself out there that people can see that, hey, I am human. I do bleed like everyone else. I do have feelings and I have a life. And my, my mother passed away back in March and it woke me up to the point where, I mean, I, I was, I'm, I feel like I've always been um, self-aware, but when you lose someone that close to you, and I had shared a bond with that woman from the moment I was, you know, I, you know, born, I feel like I had a bond with her before I was born. It, it's just something that is more special um, than any other bond that you can have is with your own mother. And uh, that's why there's some things that in, in life I just never understood how a mother and a child um, can 
be so distant from each other because I had such a strong bond with my own mother um, all the way up into the day that she passed away. And I still feel like there's a bond with my mother uh, even in the afterlife. And this this whole podcast uh, is me sharing my feelings and my perception and my point of view in this world of ours that even though you're you're in this world this is my world and and I am the creator of my world and I I am the I am the person that um, has to live within my mind and and what I perceive and what I I see and so even though this is my my point of view and this is my world I'm going I have people in my life that um, are there for a reason and I I they're they're in my they're in my world and I know I'm in theirs so growing up in a in the family that I did, um, I did learn about bonding and 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 love. I learned about uh, cherishing each moment, and uh, there was a lot of things that I I learned. There was a lot of things that I perceived, and growing up, and till I was in my twenties there's a lot of things that I didn't understand. I was um, very confused as a child. Um, I was sexualized when I was five um, and all the way up until um, I was 11 or 12 years old. And I didn't even know the term gay until I was about 12. But I knew I was interested in the same sex. And I also knew that I would never have a normal life. And I knew that, and there was times that I felt alone in this world. And I didn't have people I could go to and talk to about me having these feelings and um, even though I should have had um, felt that way um, towards my my parents I knew because of their belief and because of their religion I couldn't be open and I couldn't be honest so I learned this behavior um, growing up as a, uh, I, <laughs> I learned this behavior, what we call now, uh, what I learned in therapy, and it's called pretend normal, and I was in this pretentious life where everything was supposed to be normal, and it wasn't, and, um, 
And I knew that I was lying to myself. I knew that every day I had to pretend to be something I wasn't. And so I repressed a lot of those feelings uh, a lot during my teenage years. I wasn't even in a relationship with anyone, um, let alone having a relationship with girls or anything like that. I, I knew I didn't want to date. And so it was kind of easy for me to go through my teenage years because my parents definitely already had to deal with um, my two older sisters dating um, and my younger sister was getting you know interested in boys and so I was kind of not a worry to them because I wasn't uh, getting involved with girls I wasn't uh, trying to date girls so at that time my parents didn't even think that it was much of a threat um, because they already had too much to handle with all the girls and my parents you know they married um, young um, my dad was 18 and my mom or my dad was actually 19 and my mom uh, just um, shy of her 18th birthday and so uh, basically my my parents you know they they you know already had their life uh, figured out at the, that age and um, they already knew what they wanted my dad knew he was going to marry my mom when he was 12 years old and it took some years of convincing uh, my mom before they even dated that um, so anyways my dad uh, and my mom you know they were childhood sweethearts and they never dated anyone else uh, they knew that they wanted to have a life with each other and my parents and you might hear me getting emotional every once in a while because I I thank God that I had the parents that I did because they taught me about love now unconditional love you know there's somewhat of the unconditional love that they they had for me but uh, if if it makes any sense their unconditional love did have conditions um, so I guess it negates the fact that they didn't have unconditional love for me they just they had they had love for me but they just couldn't accept that one part of me there was a lot of things that my parents they were there for me through a lot of crap and they were always willing to help and my dad yeah even after my mom passed away my dad is still always trying to help me out and it just 
it's a great feeling to always have that. And the fact that, you know, I lost mom back in March, um, that it really woke me up, that I won't always have that. Um, and I do miss my mom dearly. And I miss the conversations that I I would have with her even to this day. Um, if I get upset or if I want to talk about something or I, I want to vent, um, she, you know, she was one of those people that I could always go to. Um, and she's also the, she would be the first person to say, now, you're wrong, you need to straighten up, you need to make amends, or whatever. She'd just be the first person to tell me what I needed to hear. And, you know, I I know that all the things that she said to me didn't fall on deaf ears, because I can hear my mom's voice even, you know, now. Even though I can't pick up a phone and call my mom, um, I will always have my mom's words of wisdom. And I am thankful for the life that she gave me. Um, I'm thankful for the love that she gave me as well. Um, and, you know, Father's Day was just this last Sunday. And, um, and I got really emotional um, over my birthday and that was, you know, June 10th and, um, I, I was emotional because my mom wasn't there, um, and she was always, even if it was just the smallest of things, you know, she would always make sure that, um, I wasn't forgotten. And, and she, she always made sure that, um, she'd call me and she'd have, wish me a happy birthday. And if it wasn't that day, we were going to go out to eat for my birthday, no matter what. So this year, um, dad took me to, uh, a restaurant and it just so happened to be my mom's favorite restaurant. And it was, it was a happy and a sad moment that um, I got to celebrate my birthday with my dad and my daughter. And, but the, the sad part was mom wasn't there. And those things that that happen to you, um, they're re they're reality checks. And when you lose some uh, a parent, when you lose um, someone like that that you are so bonded with, um, it's hard getting through every day. But it's extremely difficult. Uh, when you're trying to have a special day. 
Mother's Day was, it was hard. But my birthday was even harder because I always felt like my birthday was not just my day, it was my mom and my my day. It was it was the day that um, she labored so hard to deliver me and um, it was a labor of love. And she gave me life. You know, I, I get the existential um, feeling towards a father. You know, I, I have a good bond with my dad. Um, I just think that having that bond uh, with your mother is really deep um, and it's really hard for anyone else to understand unless you you know it yourself within yourself that you have that bond with your mother and I have always felt a closeness a kinship with my mom because of it but you know I I am not regretful of anything that's happened over the years it's just I selfishly wish that my mom was still here Um, she was in a lot of pain and even though she was 64 years old she had a extremely difficult life and a lot of health issues and it was just it was just her time to go, and I wasn't ready to let her go, um, but I don't think anyone is ever ready to let uh, their mother go, um, or their loved one go, let let their loved ones go, because um, part of you is so selfish that you want your family members to live forever and I think it's kind of like that childlike behavior you know we we don't understand why things happen but we want it to go our way no matter what and as an adult um, it it's still you you kind of go back into that childlike behavior where you're like I don't care how much anyone suffers I just want them to be here because I need them for me and um, so that's that childlike behavior child behavior you know to me is selfish you know um, because it is very self-centered most children um, don't learn about others until they're a little bit older and learning how to share and care about other people so when I'm here I am I'm I'm a grown-ass adult and my mom passes away I resort to being a child and want my mom to live even though she was suffering Um, uh, 
the adult kicks in as well it says you know what she's in a much happier place she's not in pain and then the childlike behavior comes in and says I don't care I still want my mom because I want to tell her about my thing you know things that's happening to me or I want I want her to be there for me so you kind of go back and forth and eventually um you realize that um, there's nothing you can do. Uh, you can't undo things. You can't raise people from the dead. Um, so you you start to um, you start to appreciate what you had, and then you build on those memories. And this is my way of getting into my life that I ignored um, and I should have journaled but I didn't because it was too hard to go back and relive and so this is me pushing myself in and doing this podcast so that I can push myself to open up more and to dive deep into my my life and my my experiences and they're not all going to be somber or sad um, but it's going to be it's going to be a combination of me you know, celebrating parts of my life and celebrating with other people and enjoying um, and reminiscing in those memories. So I, I I know that this this is my first podcast, and I know that I um, feel like I've gone you know back and forth, and I've been all over the place when it comes to my life, um, I feel like I'm laying down the foundation and we'll talk about things as we go along. But I, I think the one thing that helps me um, and is kind of my motivation for doing a podcast is that if I had the option to, as a child growing up, if I was able to listen to a podcast and listen to someone else say, hey, you're not alone and I know what you're going through, I want to be that person for whoever's out there that's listening and saying, hey, you're not alone. And I have gone through this, you've gone through this, and I understand what you're going through. And there might be things that I've gone through that maybe no one else can relate to, but it still shows that we're all human. We all have experiences. We all have different walks of life, no matter, no matter what. And I've always, I've, I've said 
with my point of view and if I had someone stitched to my side and they they uh, had their point of view even if we walked around side by side every day uh, for however long their point of view is always going to be a little bit off a little bit different and it's not going to always be eye to eye and 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 Honestly, I'm okay with people not seeing eye to eye because as long as we're open and and authentic and willing to try to understand and empathize with each other, I think we, we will grow from each other's experiences. So this is me just exposing myself to showing people to a vulnerable side of me and hopefully I get to um, share with other people and maybe interview people so that they can kind of share their point of view Um, because I have not arrived I am not some person on this pedestal And I'm not someone that, you know, has published um, millions of books or whatever. And um, I'm just, I am just Bobby. And this is me. And I'm in this world. And this world that I've created. and, And I'm here and I'm willing to share. And hopefully... Maybe I can touch someone else's life and maybe I can help them because I feel like my life can't be just the sum of, you know, 40 years and, and if I was gone tomorrow, what have I left besides my daughter? You know, who else have I have I influenced or have I um, helped? Um, and there might be people that I've hurt as well. I know that. There's no doubt that I've, I've helped and hurt people. So maybe this is my way of... of uh, exploring Bobby all over again and maybe new experiences as well. I know that I haven't laid a complete foundation, but I feel like this is a good um, place to to end uh, a podcast is uh Hopefully, we can build something together if you're interested in, in listening more. And, and hopefully, um, I've piqued people's interest in knowing more about me. Because honestly, 
growing up in the Midwest and gay is a story in itself. Um, living in an ultra-conservative family, um, being the only boy out of four children, and um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, my life is interesting enough uh, for people to to see if you know maybe maybe they are interested in knowing who this Bobby is and what his world is like. But I have to stay focused and hopefully I can share my life and my and hopefully I can uh, touch someone's life out there. And I just don't want people to feel alone. And I know what it feels like to be alone. And and I I really did. You know, I, I felt like when I was growing up, there was a part of me that I thought there was no one else that knew the pain that I had gone through. And now I know I'm not alone. And It would have been nice if I had known earlier on in my life because the healing could have started a lot sooner. But this is, uh, I think this is going to be therapeutic for myself and for other people. And it's also interesting talking out loud uh, and I've always had a million things going on in my head, but now talking about it, I'm putting it out there, and I hope and pray that I can be of use somehow. And I'm just excited where this is going to lead, because even if there was no one to listen to this, um, I know that I want this to be kind of a journal, um, kind of a, a place where I can put my thoughts down and when my daughter's old enough to listen to these podcasts that she will see a part of her dad and and I I've I've opened up to my daughter I just think that there's a lot to to open up about and um, this is just you know completely um, out of character for me because I don't tend to open up that much and Uh, Like I've said before, I'm a hard nut to crack and emphasis on nut because, you know, I am a little crazy and I am goofy, I'm silly and, you know, I I tend to hide behind that shell. Um, I hide behind uh, that goofiness and 
I am so thankful for an outlet like this. So, again, I think this is a good place to stop, and um, I can't wait to share more of my life. And maybe there's uh, people in my life that would be interested in being part of this and maybe carry on a conversation uh, instead of me just talking about myself uh, into the void, so to speak. So um, I just I just want someone to know that they're not alone and that someone feels their pain. And I think, I just want people to know that they are loved. I don't know who these people are that might hear this and be touched by it, but just know that you're loved and you're not alone. And if you feel like you are alone in your world, you're more than welcome to be in my world.